We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think it echoes a little bit. Test one, two. Well, maybe not. Oh? Sorry, I thought it was echoing. Okay. So I'm going to start over. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Oh, shit, I forgot to edit that out. Evan Heffelfinger's with us. What's up, my dude? What is up? We have a, a lot to talk about. What a weekend. My goodness. Oh, my God, Evan. It was just... It was one thing after another. You had the Brewers. You had the Packers. You had the Badgers lose to Illinois. And then Paul Chris got fired the moment Robio Dobbs dropped that football. And uh, and then the Blackhawks played the Wild. I don't know who won. Don't care. I, I don't care. I saw someone tweet like, oh, this is cool. Wouldn't it be great if the Blackhawks had a rival in Milwaukee? Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. But aren't the... Is that true? Are the Blackhawks the reason for that? I never quite got to the bottom of that. I feel like I heard something about that, that they didn't want a team that close to them, but I I don't know. I feel like the NHL, of all people, they need teams and expansion, so why, why would they fight that? I mean, if you're a younger dude, like I'm 38, I don't – I don't need an NHL team here. Then I got to like pretend I care about them. I was thinking about that the other day because obviously the Bradley center was built for NHL. I was thinking, I feel like I'm right at the end of the precipice, like mid to late twenties where I could still be, you know, talked into becoming an NHL fan or enjoying a team and enjoying it, I guess. But I feel like, they're really they're going to struggle for a generation or two. They got to hope that the kids in Milwaukee get into it. If yeah, I think. Well, the, okay. So obviously, there's a lot of people that would want a team here, and I would welcome it. And I, sure. even I just said I wouldn't. But I personally, I I would never uh, an NHL championship would do nothing for me in the sense of what the Bucks was like. Oh, what a Brewers sure. title would be. It'd be like when I went. I went to the. The last time the Wave won a title, I was at that game, mm-hmm. and people around me are going crazy. And it's and I'm cool. like you celebrate, well, but yeah. And they got the like... confetti going, and I'm looking at my brother like, 
What do you want to do next? Yeah, you get home and you're like, okay, that was cool. That was a Tuesday night. What's what's tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, it, and I mean, I've I've liked the wave my whole life. I I interned. Well, games with the are wave. very fun. I I loved going to wave games when I was younger. Yeah, um, but it just it did nothing for me. All right, Evan Heffelfinger. We know him, of course, from the station. There was a guy on yesterday's show, mm-hmm. on Monday's show, that um, jumped on the video here. His name was Brett. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was I was listening back to the show because I'm completely vain. And I thought he sounded like you. So we're hearing Evan now. Here's some of Brett. It's been one, one or two. Well, he looks amazing. so slow. I don't know where the... Where the speed is going with Tanya, so that's been a problem. I'd love to see Watson in a role, not just as a jet sweep guy. Like, are we ever going to get to the point where he's allowed to, like, run vertical routes where, like, they at least look at him? Like, it feels like he runs a vertical route, but it's, like, just to clear out safety. Again, the audio that I just played is a different guy than the guy I'm talking to now. That is unbelievable. I know. I mean, is there such thing as a voice doppelganger? They threw the one in the first half. He couldn't adjust, and then we didn't see him really the rest of the game. He's got like, your cadence. He says, "See, I've li- I know how you sound, you know, because I've been doing radio with you for so long." Sure. He's got your exact cadence. He says, "Like the way you do." That's unbelievable. That is <laughs> uncanny. It's like he yeah. was doing an impression of me. Yeah, which would be the first <laughs> and last. No one's ever bothered to impersonate you. And never will again in the history of the world. I'm an easy impersonation. You just go, ah, Brewers, ah! Or you just like, especially with your good morning, you kind of just don't use your nose. Like, well, yeah. All right. Um, great to have you on, Evan Heffelfinger, of course. Um, I think that we'll dive into the Badger thing real quick and then get out. They got their ass kicked by Illinois, and that was embarrassing. And everyone thought, okay, that needs to be the game where Chris gets fired. But no one thought he would actually get fired. And then he got fired. Jim Leonard is going to take over. He's got like seven games. None of these teams are ranked at this point. Uh, Even the team that looked like they were going to be maybe something this year in Minnesota, they fall on their face again over the weekend. Darn. And now you're looking at like this guy, all right, seven games and all the, I mean, all the players have tweeted their love for Paul Chris, which is good to see. Chris is going to get a lot of money to sit home uh, and we'll see where he pops up next. Maybe back at Pittsburgh, who knows, maybe at uh, Verona high school. I've got no idea, but Jim Leonard, there's already reports that the Badgers want him to be the guy. There's a lot of speculation on, Lance Leipold, who's from the area, obviously, with with Whitewater and mm-hmm. grew up outside of Madison. Uh, I threw out the name Deion Sanders, which you would be awesome. But Jackson State? Yeah, it will never happen. Uh, oh, Irv will not happen. I would love to see the Wisconsin Boosters meet Deion Sanders. <laughs> oh, man. Deion, Deion would change his program for the better instantly. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, the Badgers football team, a lot like the basketball team, they play a a style of game from like the 1980s and they don't evolve. Now, yeah, they have a really great running back in Braylon Allen, but the offense has been so one dimensional and Chris hasn't 
evolved as a coach since what, like 2017 or something? Well, do you think, how much do you think the Graham Mertz experiment got him fired? And is that why they were trying so hard to get Caleb Williams over the summer? Because Mertz never got better. I argued yesterday that Mertz's best game was in that high school American game. Yeah. He had the five touchdowns right away against Illinois, and they made him pay for that. But Mertz, there there might, watching Mertz is like watching Jordan Love at this point. You're like talking yourself into some of the throws. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh, oh that's good. But I don't know. Mertz isn't going pro. He's that's not even what, like a Scott Tolzien. That's what kind of pisses me off is I was waiting for Mertz. I mean, he signed when he was, what, 15 or 16? He was really young. Yeah, and, I think they signed him at 15 weeks in the womb. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, uh, the Manning kid. But mm-hmm. I, you, you, we hear about how good Mertz is. And this is the first quarterback prospect the Badgers have ever gotten. And it'll be a difference maker and combined with, you know, running back you like they are, this is going to be the best offense we've ever seen since Russell Wilson. And he played the first game in what was that 2020 and then got COVID and has kind of been downhill since. Can you blame Chris for that? I feel like more of it has to be on Mertz, but at the same time, but Chris is this quarterback guy. I'm more like startled that, I mean, in college, they count sacks as rushes, which is stupid. Yeah, I hate that. So the Badgers rushed for two yards on Saturday. And if you take the Mertz uh, sacks out of it, then it's 24 yards. And Braylon Allen, eight for two. I don't know. It just, they, they looked, it's, it's you know, they're doing the right thing. The players are by saying, hey, Chris is our guy and changing their Twitter pictures and all that stuff. But they looked uninspired. It's yeah. the same kind of way that that the Brewers have looked this season. And if you were going to do a question, Counselor Chris, I just thought Chris would be here for a long time. But even though he's got such a good record and, you know, some postseason success, you can't lose to Illinois by 24 at home. You can't, you can't, you can't do it. And so after losing to Washington State. Right. You can't do it. So Chris is out. Probably Jim Leonard is going to be the guy. Uh, we'll talk about some of these other sexier names, but it's it. I right now, I, I, hey, I'd be shocked if it's not Jim Leonard for good, but I, right, I'm shocked that it's even the discussion right now. Well, Leipold's not leaving a powerhouse band, you know, like team and program like Kansas. So I would not leave if I was him. No, Make he's turned it, he's turned it around. Like unironically, he should not leave. He's turned that program. He got around. them ranked. He won five games already. Um, there's Which no expectations the on him. Everything he does, he's like the best at. Yeah, they, they haven't had a coach even close to this since. Uh, who was it? Mangini was he the guy there? I don't know. I know that Les Miles took a spin there, and it did not go well. Oh yeah, there's been a lot of guys in and out of that place. Uh, Charlie Weiss, I think. Really? It's been bad. Uh, it's been bad. So if you're Leipold, I mean, that's a basketball school. And if you come to Wisconsin, the expectations are going to be intensified. Yeah. And they didn't give Chris, like, Barry Alvarez first three years, he was a sub-500 coach. And Chris, if you look at where he's at, that's relative success, man. But, of course, one win away from Brett Bielema for second uh all time for Badgers coaches, which of course Brett Bielema gets to hold that record. 
just pisses me off. But one, I mean, we real quick, you have to give Chris a lot of credit for what he's done in the postseason where they've actually gotten back to winning their bowl games instead of just kind of falling flat in those games or having Barry Alvarez come Yeah, but down. those don't – it doesn't matter. They don't, but there were a couple of good games. Like, I still go back to that that first game against Miami. I would lose that, was, that game to Miami 7,000 times if it meant beating Illinois last weekend. That's fair. But we did get Chris Peak, which was the turnover chain, my – FNA. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah. incredible. It was downhill from there. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Packers on Sunday, they get a win over the uh, Patriots. Very bad game. Horrible. It was a game where you thought by the second half you wouldn't really be that invested in it. Then all of a sudden, it's life or death situation. It wasn't a game that they needed to win. It was a they they could lose that game and still finish whatever and still win the NFC North. But it would have been one of those games that we talk about forever. Like oh, remember for when sure. we lost to a third string quarterback? Bailey I'm Zappi. still going to talk about it. It took every last possible second of that game to beat a third string quarterback. Uh, Rodgers, after the game, said, this way of winning I don't think is sustainable. It puts too much pressure on our defense. He admitted he missed that throw so badly that was a pick six. I've settled in. Usually don't have two terrible halves, so I return to that kind of normal. Uh, I know I have to play better. You can't be two and two losing to a third-string quarterback. It doesn't take anything away from the joy of winning, but this is one we had to have. I'm glad that Rodgers acknowledged he played poorly. Uh, because he did the first half is mm-hmm. his QB rating was 11. And then I started thinking how long if Rogers plays bad, if he had a bad second half and he says he doesn't usually, and he didn't, when do we start talking Jordan love? Is that even a non-starter this year? Let's cause Rogers. Okay. They came back. They won the game. Let's say he stinks it up next week in London. And then the week after that, he sucks too. 
I think it would need to be multiple games that he blows, like because of him and him alone, and they lose. Because so it's Giants, it's Giants, Jets, and Commanders coming up. But then you're going to go into Sunday night against the Bills. You're not starting Jordan Love in that game. No. So I'm just thinking, I'm you know, you, you look for different things to talk about. And it's just, it's, we're just basically two guys at a bar talking. Right. Sure. That's all it is, Evan. Two guys at a bar. So yeah. I was thinking, but that's how bad he was playing in that first half. It and, was the, you know, the running game, they got their yards. I think Dylan, I hate when people are like, well, Dylan gets better as the game goes on. Cause that means you suck in the first three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, like, That's we need not to play a good better. thing. I mean, yeah, you finish strong, but you should, what about that first quarter? What if the game's over by the first quarter? Cause you suck. Yeah. Or they go away from the run or Rogers checks out and just does what you, he, he was church parking lot football on Sunday where I don't know oh, what play sure. came in, but then, you know, you just take your hand and you say, Evan, you go there <laughs> and you go, you go like, right. Do the same route. Basically, yeah. five of you are running a fly is what the quarterback says. And the guy that catches the ball is the one guy that's like, screw this. And he just trots out and then Rogers checks it down to him. I mean, that's that's the kind of church ball they were playing right this weekend. I just at a certain point, Aaron needs to throw to the rookies. I know that he doesn't trust them right now. And I guess for good reason, Christian Watson dropped that big pass and Dobbs had a couple of mistakes yesterday. Well, he'll but... throw to Dobbs, but Watson, they like they need to get him more involved. I don't understand. They tried with the jet sweeps, but he needs to be more involved. Throwback to Brett. Thank you for sounding exactly like me saying the exact same thing. Um I he's so fast. We saw yesterday the way that he absolutely exploded once he got the ball. Why are they not using that more? Why are we trying to force feed Alan Lazard, who they're double covering because they know that Aaron is stubborn and only throws to his guys? Why are we not using Randall Cobb more? I feel like Aaron's looking Cobb off. Excuse me, which doesn't make sense to me. That's his guy. Why is he not going to him? Why are we not using Aaron Jones as a running back or as a receiver out of like the slot or coming out of the backfield more. Cause he's dangerous in that space. There's just a lot of questions that I have with this offense right now. At some point I hate to be body language guy, but his body language was bad. Obviously he's swearing at the lineman. And then if you watch like Brady, he looks, he just looks old. Yeah. And then Patrick Mahomes is out there doing things that, you know, quarterbacks shouldn't do, but he's so young and football seems to be like, you know, Rodgers has other interests. Brady has other interests. Patrick Mahomes don't even like his wife or his brother. He likes football. Right. He likes football and Jake from State and, and ketchup. Oh, he loves ketchup. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I, it, it, you, you can focus three hours on a football game. It's not like Rodgers is out there being like, oh, God, I'd rather be reading a book than running this play. But maybe. Well, I, I'm like you. I I'm a big Rodgers fan uh, when he's on the field and uh, when the game clock is running. But like you said, the body language was terrible after a three and out where he made bad plays. It wasn't, uh, you know, the lineman not giving him time or it wasn't a drop from Dobbs or anybody. It was him airmailing a throw to Lazard or just not doing anything well. And then he's 
shaking his head and looking real disappointed as he goes to the sideline when it's his fault. It's like he's trying to blame other people on the offense because of his problems. And I don't like that from your leader, your quarterback. He should be kind of trying to psych everybody up, be like, okay, yeah, we didn't get it this time, but we're going to go back out there and do well. I know the benefit of the doubt this week that he recognizes that. And then, you know, McAfee, he'll ask him, Hey Rogers, we heard you swear. Yeah. And they'll, they'll diffuse the situation like they always do on that show. All right. I want to get to some voicemails. You can leave a voicemail 402-915-2278. It's 402-915-BART. Nice. Yeah. It is a Omaha, Nebraska code. Because I was, I went through Google voice, mm-hmm. which somebody told me about and it gives you a phone number. And so I was trying, there's 414. I was trying to find a 414 BART or something. Mm-hmm. And so then I just typed in BART. I don't know if anyone ever does that. Nobody looks at the, <laughs> do we even know that there's letters on numbers? Do we even know? People forget. Hashtag people forget. Is that more of a rotary phone thing? But anyway, uh, so then they gave me an Omaha one. Nice. But then what I didn't know is that the calls, I thought they were just going to go to the Google Voice app. And I just mm-hmm. jump in there and look. The calls come right to my phone. Oh, really? And it says Google oh. Voice call and then comes right to my phone. Hmm. So I'll be messing around and people start calling my phone at inopportune times. If you know what I mean. No. When I'm looking at stuff on my phone. Like gifts for your wife. <laughs> like when I'm buying her boots. Yeah. All right. Uh, got some voicemails here. Let's go to this one is from, I'm not sure, but it's about our favorite quarterback of all time, not Rogers, the one before him. And this is why I wanted to talk to oh. you specifically. Okay. Because of your age. Mm. So what are you, 21? 25. 25? All right. Here's a voicemail. Hey, Bart. I have a statement to make about the Brett Favre stuff. You talked about can you cheer for the player but hate the person. Um, I'm I'm sorry. And I know I'm probably not most of Wisconsin like this. But when he decided that, you know, he wanted to stick it back to the Packers and, you know, go to Minnesota and do all of that stuff. I was just, I lost it there. Like, I loved the Packers growing up Brett Favre style, you know, like all that. And I, obviously I still love Packers. I wouldn't be calling it in the show. But, man, I was already done then. Like, this just gives me even more validation to, you know, what it was. Thank you for helping us win a title, you know, but there's a lot of other good players involved in that too. So, you know, for me, it is what it is. You know, the player did some great things. I cheered as loud as I could. I enjoyed every moment of it, the good, the bad, like six interceptions against St. Louis in the playoffs. Like, like I loved it. 
them the moment he put on the purple. So, thanks. All right, not sure who that was, but uh, great call. Thanks for the voicemail, 402-915. Bart, I want to uh, just summarize what's happened since. And this is from an article, uh, Front Office Sports. So in like 2017 then, Favre was talking up this Prevacus. It was a pharma startup with an unproven concussion treatment. And he was going mm-hmm. and doing a tour on it. And he was looking for funding for it. And what, en- what ended up happening is that he took about $2 million in federal funds that was supposed to go to low-income families, and he took that somehow. Uh, There was some more of this where he was trying to get Deion Sanders' son to play at Southern Miss, which is part of why he funneled some of that money. Uh, There was the money where he was given that he didn't speak or do radio spots. There's just a lot of this. It's a lot of money that was supposed to go to people that need it. And somehow it got through the hands of Brett Favre. You went to his daughter's college volleyball team. Yeah. You saw the text where he didn't want the media to find out. Yeah. I'm not going to read this whole article because it's very like boring. The article helps me understand a little bit more about it, but basically this is not like a one-time thing with Favre. And so while he did go to Minnesota this is, okay, so this is why I want to talk to you about it being 25. I grew up where the Packers had Don Mikowski and we had the Don Mikowski jersey. And, you know, my dad told me about Bart Starr and there was never like that quarterback since. There were a lot of guys that came in and out. Randy Wright we got excited about. Um, uh, who, what's the guy's name? Lynn Dickey. Mm-hmm. So there are all these other guys that came in and, you know, didn't, you know, you like them, whatever. Then Favre comes along. And he plays in a way that like no one's ever played before. And he's aw shucks and he's free spirited. And, you know, he doesn't know how to get the ice off his car and he's trick or treating at Mike Holmgren's. And you're like, man, this guy is great. And I'm in the very formative years now as a teen. And for whatever, I always like equated Favre as like my dad being out there because like, I watched the games with my dad. But I, I also thought like my dad quantum leaped into Favre. And I like it was an extension of him because I watched the games with my dad. So I've always loved Favre. Uh, then, you know, he goes through some stuff and you stand by him. Oh, no, is he going to play? He's got the Iron Man streak. Then he sits down and lets Michael Strahan have the sack. And you're like, this sucks. Then he loses the game in the cold of the Giants. You're like, this blows. Then he wants to play in Minnesota so bad that he goes to the Jets, comes back to Minnesota, beats us. And after all this, after all this, like, on the field stuff. Eventually, Favre comes back and they retire his jersey on, on Thanksgiving against the Bears. They lose. But I wasn't able to watch that game with my dad. And I called my dad. And I was like, this is, I mean, just thanks for being, I'm, I'm so happy to be a Packer fan. Like, Favre's a big reason I love the Packers so much. I, I liked mm-hmm. him before, I like him after. But there was a big reason. I've got Favre stuff all over this house, whether it's in boxes or whatever. I pulled up some of the toys so that my kid, my kid knows Brett Favre. He's three. He knows Packers. Uh, I'm trying to teach him Jair Alexander because my brother bought him a jersey. Nice. But now Jair's been hurt. But he knows Brett Favre because he's got like seven Brett Favre. I got to take him away. So my feeling on Brett Favre is I love the guy. Then I hated the guy. I cheered so hard when the Vikings lost to the Saints that I bought Saints championship stuff in the NFC championship game in 09. 
mm-hmm. then I love the guy again. And I was teaching my son about him now. And I'm like, I don't think I should have these toys in my house. Cause the guy, the guy sucks. So for me, I at least experienced the good times. I wasn't told about the good times. I legitimately experienced them week to week when he had a concussion and he came back in through a touchdown against the giants, all this kind of stuff. You being 25. So your first memories of Favre would have been what? So I'm trying to think, I was trying to think of that. The first one that I truly, truly remember like sitting down watching the whole game was the, uh, I think it was either the wild card or divisional round against the Seahawks. That was the, we're going to get the ball and we're going to score year. What, yeah. what year was that? Was that was probably was... like 03 ish. Yeah. Something like that. That that's the first year that I remember um, watching football. So then I guess I had what, like five so what year years? were you born? 98, 96, 96. So you would have been about seven or eight. So I like I had watched football up to that point, but you know, a kid's. I remember there was a lot of numbers on the screen, and I didn't know what they meant. So I was just kind of watching the action. But I mean, I I did see a lot of good things from Favre, like setting the touchdown record. That was really cool. Um, but then I saw a lot of bad things, like ending his Packers career with an interception, and then going back and forth on retiring a couple of times, um, sending a picture of his tiny little pecker to a reporter and then cheating on his wife who had cancer. And like, I failed to mention those ones. And then going to the jets and playing a whole hum season and then going to the Vikings to stick it to the Packers. I, I was a lot like that caller. I was like, okay, kind of dead to me now. Like, I don't care. You you are the reason that you left because you played this will he won't he for a couple of years. You made a decision, and the Packers said, "Okay, we have our guy." Bye. So I I never liked that. I feel bad for people like my grandma, who she was the world's biggest Brett Favre fan, uh, huge so much so that she bought me a Brett Favre Jets hat when he got traded there and she's slowly realized too just how terrible of a person that he kind of is in real life and the things that he did to the Packers and she kind of had to disavow him as well it's like imagine being a Herschel Walker fan right now yeah I got some Herschel Walker cards if you want to buy them no no so for you, it sucks that your grandma's still alive because my grandpa loved Brett Favre, but at least he died before any of this happened. Yeah, she she has experienced the Batman quote, the you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So here's why, here's the problem with our quarterbacks. We talk about Brett Favre. We talk about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Rodgers is like a weird dude. Okay? Yeah. And I don't like his personality. He's kind of like a more tame Trevor Bauer. But he's like, he's not a bad human. Yeah. Favre is a terrible person. Mm -hmm. But the thing with Favre is he could, because of that stupid accent and that stupid all shucks, he could sweet talk me right back into loving him just in a conversation. 
not me. I think I'm full out. I'd be like, I'd, I'd go to his face, Farb, you suck, and be like, want to have a catch? And I'd be like, Daddy. I, I think there's some deeper issues there that you need to work through with a, a therapist or something. Or well, I haven't seen my real dad that. in 20 years. Hmm? I haven't seen my real dad in 20 years. Well, that's... That's not true. For some reason, that's a joke I always make. I was going to say, you and your dad are... Or my dad was on the show last week. Yeah. Your dad. My dad was on the show last week making light of a hurricane. And now their house is in the Gulf of Mexico. Is it really? No, no. I'm joking about that, too. I'm such an ass. Are are they doing okay, though? Yeah, their pool got... Uh, their oh. like, third guest house is completely destroyed. For shame. No, they've got a nice little house, and they've got a pool in the back, like everyone down there. And yeah, they call it it's the a Lanai, thing. And there's like a, they're all jacked up, and but no water came into the house, so they were worried about the surge. Okay, you know the surge comes in because there's the hurricane, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that was fine. And then there's the eye, and you're like, oh, nice. And then all of a sudden, like I didn't realize that the hurricane takes all the water out of like Tampa Bay mm-hmm. and out of these places, and then it's in the air, and then it like comes back to you yeah it's but then nuts. it also knocks all the houses out so no they're they're near fort myers but in a different town they're okay. they were in the town where jim cantori was getting tree branches flown in his face why they're why okay we, they're okay why are we so fascinated with keeping our reporters there like in the wind with debris flying in their face. Like we, we know that there's a hurricane. We don't need nobody. Nobody. nobody, I I see this argument a lot. Nobody's asking for it. Jim wants to do it. That's fair. Kind of like a Steve Irwin going into the snake pit or like, yeah. Okay. Nobody's asking for a reporter to stand in the hurricane, but Jim likes to do it. So he does it. And if he's going to do it, well, shit, I'm going to (laughs) watch. Right. I'm not not going to watch that. The guy's in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah. I got to see what happens. Right. So do you like Favre? Because I think that younger people are like, just screw it. And me, I'm like hanging on to a memory that. But I You're don't like by a moment. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm hanging on a moment like Lifehouse. <laughs> we so my question is where where you would probably, if you had a young child, you probably would have never introduced a Favre toy to him at all. Probably. Well, I mean. He's got seven Favre toys upstairs. He calls Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre because he sees a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think part of history is you have to introduce things that are tough. Like, I, w- I would introduce Brett because he did do some great things. He won some MVPs. He won I, don't want him, I don't want Brett Favre to be the one Packer he knows. He does know Reggie White. Well, yeah, that's why you need to work up to that. Maybe teach him, yeah, like a Reggie White, Leroy Butler. um, Then maybe some current players like an Aaron Jones, uh, Randall Cobb or something. And then when he kind of gets more and more, start going with Brett Favre. But I got to get the toys out of there. And do you think that he would be upset if you took away his toys like that? He'd say, where am I Brett Favre? Yeah, that's tough. See, but he also, as a child, he doesn't understand morality. So I think he doesn't realize that Brett isn't a great person. He just sees a toy named Brett. He was testing his limits yesterday. What, was he, what did he do? He, he would smack the TV and look at my wife. 
Oh no. And she didn't do anything. And so he smacked it harder and he'd look at her and he smacked it really hard. And then she's like, no. And he's like, <laughs> children. I love them. I can't wait to have some of my own. Well, I can, but I can't. You should take your time. I, yeah. I need it's it's because the daycare that my son goes to, all the parents are like first time parents at 33, 34, 35. Yeah. yeah. I got a couple years. Yeah. A few years. Plus, do you even have anyone to impregnate? Yeah. Oh, you do. You have a girlfriend? Yeah. We're coming up on one year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of women, I got another voicemail. Wow. What from, a segue. From what claims to be a woman. I, I don't know if I like that. Hi, this is, this is Pam, the perpetual painter. I just want you to know, I just want you to know that women paint too. You misogynistic. I'm not sure what that was in reference to. Uh, I didn't understand a single word of that, too. I like I to think it. that while I could do a better job of getting, you know, female guests mm-hmm. and females to speak with, I like I, to think I've always been. Uh, champion of the fairer sex mm-hmm. and uh which is rare in sports radio because i see women for what they are and not tits of the week you're also on wife number one still which is good <laughs> well i don't want a, a wife wife yeah there's yeah just number one implies there'll be more yeah the fact that you don't have to clarify which one that's good <laughs> All right, uh, this one is from, this one's from Rick. Hey, Bart, uh, this is Rick from Los Angeles, long-time Ooh. listener, and uh, I don't know if you heard back in Milwaukee, but uh, all six of us listeners out here in L.A. let out a collective scream when we all tuned in one day, and you guys are no longer on the air. So it's great to hear your voice again, and uh, i let the other five people know, and um I will be listening to your podcast. So thanks for doing it, and uh, hope you guys have a good one. All right, later. That's awesome. Uh, I do have the ability to look at metrics and see where people are listening. Mm-hmm. What I'm very uh, upset about is Did he that... lie about how many? Huh? Did he lie about how many? Was there less than six? No, I'll check. Uh, let's see. I got it up right here. I got um on yesterday's podcast well right now i just have two downloads out in la it's early it's early it's early my parents have not listened for the last week they have no excuse their internet's back right oh hurricane but unless uh unless the i don't know so i'm looking at where i grew up in fond du lac i see a couple here from plymouth a couple from oshkosh a couple from beaver dam a couple from west bend Nobody in Fond du Lac. Really? Not one. Unless the Fond du Lac gets tied up with Oshkosh. You know, sometimes 
for whatever reason, like when you'd stream Milwaukee shows, Chicago ads would pop up because of the cell service or whatever. Sure. But nothing right now from Fond du Lac. You might need to go scorched earth. Yeah, I might I might have oh, to go door back. Door and campaign for the Bart Winkler show. I might have to go back there. All right, uh, a couple more podcast uh, voicemails. I got Spark Guy here. We had been talking about Giannis or Rogers last week. The the question that I got from Brandon was if you could pick one of the guys to win one more championship, that's it. Who would you give it to? Because then Rodgers would have two and the Packers would win and would mm-hmm. come soon. Giannis, I ultimately chose Giannis because even though, like, I saw my buck, like, I'm good. If the Bucks never win again, like, that'll be a bummer, but I got, you got it. It's like yeah. I need one, I need one Brewers. The Packers, I need to win every single year. Does that make sense? That's fair. I understand. Although that. the Bucks <laughs> are getting to be that point too, because they've got Giannis and I, other fan bases. I, I feel like I hate fans of other NBA fan bases more than NFL fan bases. Oh, easily. It's because they're all the worst. Like the Heat, they're the worst. The Sixers, they're the worst. Nets, the worst. Like if you're a Vikings fan, okay, you rooted for Anthony Barr hurting Rodgers. Whatever, you suck. Yeah, you put it in promotional videos. But if you're a Sixers fan, you've got like Shake Milton season as your Twitter account. Yeah. Congrats. You're the world's biggest Matisse Thibel fan. That was who I was going to say. And I, I guess I can't talk because I literally fell asleep wearing a DJ Wilson jersey last night. So, but you know. Did you see what happened to the Suns? They lost to some team from like Australia. Yeah. Incredible. All right. So Spark Guy called in with uh, with this because we had, we had mentioned Rodgers and Giannis in the same sentence. Bart, Spark Guy here. Just wanted to call in again, enjoying the podcast. You're doing uh, uh, an excellent job on content, an okay job on the technical side. Hopefully you figured out how to manage your uh, audio and whatnot as I've been listening. One thing I wanted to call it about was, again, uh, uh, I guess the thing I, I kind of, uh, that makes me unsettled often, and, and you guys talked about it on yesterday's pod, um, but the whole idea of kind of mixing up Giannis with the Packers. Um, Packer fans need to cheer for Rodgers. They need to be supportive. That's their team. He's currently their guy. I get it. That said, it kind of feels like having a plate of uh, a really delicious food and a kind of food you got to stomach and bear with and just mixing them all up when we constantly have the conversation of, if you had to pick one title, which would you choose? Would you pick one more Bucks title or one more Packers title? think up until this point uh Giannis isn't at all deserving to be in that conversation he's uh consistently made the progression in last year real uh oh I pressed the wrong hold on which would you choose would you pick one more Bucks title or one more Packers title think up until this point uh Giannis isn't at all deserving to be in that conversation he's uh consistently made the progression and last year really I chalk up to some injuries and some other issues as to why that happened um but more importantly damn is that guy likable and damn is Rogers not likable just treat them in silos uh and 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 enjoy enjoy Giannis 
while you have to stomach through Rodgers. And, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Again, it's almost putting Giannis in the same conversation as, as Rodgers, in my opinion, is slander. So keep up the good work, boys. God bless. Godspeed. So we love – I mean, we compare – that's what we do is compare. And not yeah. like two guys doing a podcast on a, you know, on a whatever morning. But that's what we do as fans here. Because Paul Chris gets fired and everyone goes – well, if they did it, then why not the Brewers? Because should the Brewers do it with council? We all, all the time act. We lump our teams together. And that's why I think the Bucks win was so great for a lot of reasons for Bucks fans alone. But if you're a fan of every team, you went through a lot of Brewers angst. You went through a lot of Packers angst. You went mm-hmm. through even, even the years you pretend to care about Badger basketball. And these teams kept losing. And then finally a team won. And I do think like the Bucks uh, unfairly kind of took a lot of that on from people, but then they paid it off with a win. So people, right. if you're just a silo bucks fan, it was great. But if you're a Wisconsin sports fan that lives and die with every team, it was everything. It, it was everything. Cause finally you had a team and there were some other bucks teams that got close. Obviously the team that lost to Toronto, but you had how many brewers teams you had, how many Packers teams for sure. So it's hard to not like lump all of our teams, I guess together and then make comparisons. I understand what he's saying, but I can't like, there's always going to be Giannis is the star guy of a team. We root for Rogers is the star guy of a team. We root for while they're different as people, they have the same like mantle on their team. So we're always going to compare. Yeah. It's one team's best player compared to another team's best player the one that's the media is going to talk about the most. So yeah, they're going to get lumped in together, even though they couldn't be more different. I, I like that. I've been able to see a Packers and a Bucks championship in my lifetime. If you'd asked me like right after the Bucks won. Yeah. I would like to see the Packers win another one with Rogers because at that point he hadn't gone uh, ayahuasca or just whatever he's been doing the last three years. But Also, you have like the 2014 game against Seattle, which I still have nightmares about. Like that game ruined me as a fan. And then you have multiple NFC championship games where you just can't get over that home. So it would be nice to get another Packers one. But Giannis has made the commitment to Milwaukee. This Bucks team is really good and really fun to watch. I want them to get it more than I want the Packers to win a Super Bowl right now. The other thing, too, is I want – like, I'm not – I would think that he might, but I'm not – Giannis could play till he's, like, 38. Right. And maybe he goes and plays somewhere else. Maybe uh, – I know, hope Maybe – who knows? Like, LeBron's going to go – LeBron's going to go play for the Jazz so he can go play with his kid or something stupid. So, you yeah. never you – know, like, you never know what the future is going to say, and Giannis says that all the time. I know that Rodgers is Green Bay and then done. So I'll never see him because one of the things I didn't ever want to see Favre win a championship with another team because mm. then he'd have as many with the Vikings as he would with the Packers. Fair. Oh, my God, that would suck. That's not going to happen with Rodgers. Even if Giannis does go and the split is amicable, if he wins, like, with the Bulls or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I need it. So I, I want him to win another one for that reason as well. See, for me, it's – I know that it's – nothing that we're talking about the team that I need to win a championship more than anything is the Brewers. I need that in my life. Like 
even when the Bucks won, yeah, it was one of the greatest nights of my life. But it's still like if it was the Brewers, it would have mean everything to me. I mean, I've been going to games since I was two years old, like everyone going to County Stadium. Um, all of my family out of any sport, if you were to ask the biggest one that they support, it's baseball and the Brewers. And, you know, my grandpa's getting up there in age. He's starting to have some more health issues. And I there's nothing in this world that I want more than for him to be able to see a Brewers championship in his lifetime. So how we're recording this on Monday before the Brewers game, how are they even mathematically alive? If the Phillies. They would lose, have to get swept. Yeah. And the Brewers would have to win all three. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't see how they're still in it, but. But they're not, they're games, not, they're, we're not in it. It's over. It, it's over. I'm still going. Games, but how are they mathematically alive? <laughs> That's a great question. Let me. Maybe they are only two games back. They're two games back. Yeah. So then, if the Phillies lose all three, they'd be 86 and 76. If the Brewers win all three, they'll be 87 and 75. Yeah, Brewers have to go three. No, Phillies have to go 0 and three. Yeah. Because if they tie, Phillies have the tiebreaker. This year's the worst. It is. It has been not, I mean, as much as I love watching Brewers, it has been such an aggravating year. Oh, and I think the worst thing, we're going to do a a Brewers show. Thursday's show is going to be a little more Brewers. But. I think the the worst part about this year is that how prolonged it was and how many times it looked like it was over, but then it looked like there was another chance at life Mm -hmm. and then it was over again. And then it was squandered. That's why I said on Sunday, I didn't watch, I didn't watch a second of that Brewers game because we only get 51 hours of Packer football guaranteed a year. I'm not wasting that time looking at the Brewers. That's fair. I saw a great tweet. Oh, I wish I, I wish I saved it. A great tweet about how the Brewers are the Vikings because the games always last an hour longer than supposed to. (laughs) And no matter what the outcome, the fans leave mad. Yeah. (laughs) Even like Vikings wins. They're like, we suck. And Brewers wins. And of course they've got no titles and they celebrate the past. And, you know, there are some sadly have parades for losing. Well, that's us. That's a special to Milwaukee uh, for sure. Evan Applefinger. Hey, buddy. Um, appreciate your time. Of course. I Anytime. I have nothing on the docket. We could go for another three hours if you want, if you want to do a full four. Evan was working somewhere else. And now, uh, now he's not. Mm-mm. So we're kind of going through it together. A little bit. You've been working on your resume? I did, yeah. I it's looking nice and spazzy. It's looking really good. So mine's terrible. Okay. Like I, I have a lot of great like accomplishments and skills. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to convert that to a piece of paper, and I'm more worried about like what it looks like. Also, what I, I realized is I don't think I can have just one resume. I think I have to change my resume. I think I need a different resume for every type of job I apply to. You do. Because I have I have like a broadcast resume and then I have like a just a general jobs resume. 
I just can't someone just be like, hey, I listen to you on the radio. You want to jam? Could you imagine? That'd be so good. I'm like, hey. So it's like, how? Hey, I heard you on the radio. Do you want to be a vice president of this Fortune 500 company? <laughs> yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard you on the radio uh, talking about you couldn't figure out how the brewers are mathematically eliminated. You want to trade stocks? <laughs> You're good at numbers. All right. Well, we're both looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap this up. And then what are you going to do with the rest of your day? Um, I might go spend money that I don't have on a base at Guitar Center. Um, and then probably like make dinner. So I haven't played Madden in this time because I can't, I, anything I have to do, I tell myself has to be either to make money or to grow a podcast or to find a job. Okay. So even if I'm like, everything's got to be focused on that. I can't, I can't make any money on Madden. I mean, unless you start like streaming on Twitch or something. Thought about that, looked into it. Cause I was going to start a team that was all offensive linemen. Like I've done in the past. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be fun. I don't know, but like going down in the basement and recording a podcast at 11 in the morning. Uh, it just seems more like something a guy my age can do rather than telling my wife to put my son to bed. I'm going to go downstairs and play Madden on Twitch. <laughs> that's fair. So that's just, you know, I could go door dashing again, but I retired. No, you're retired. You got to stick to the retirement. You don't want to be like Brett and retire and unretire. I do have the app on my phone and I check it 15 times a day to see if it's busy and if there's uh, promos. Okay. I'll be door dashing again. I will. You think? There's an addictive quality to it. Well, there is, yeah, that sense of accomplishment. Like you're fully completing these orders. I could see that. And it gets me into restaurants I've never been. Ooh, that's good. I need new recommendations. All right. So I'm going to actually contact DoorDash and say, I have talked about you way too much. (laughs) I am a local niche celebrity. You need. I would like to podcast while dashing. Ooh, that'd be awesome. You could live stream it on Twitch too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot of ideas in the can. Evan, appreciate you. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the land of whatever this is. Uh, Life, sure. See you, buddy. Love you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 